Today on the Freedom Cast, reporter at the Washington Free Beacon, C.J. Saramella, is here. We'll discuss developing news about the role a Democrat member of Congress may have played in the IRS scandals, Congressman Darrell Issa's investigation involving ex-IRS official Lois Lerner, and if the IRS has become a government leviathan that is impossible to contain. I'm your host, Brad Jackson, and this is the April 15th, 2014 edition of the Freedom Cast. Joining us now on the Freedom Cast, reporter from the Washington Free Beacon, our good friend CJ Saramella is back. CJ, thanks for being here. Oh, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about the IRS scandal. It is tax day today. I hope everybody got their taxes in. Um, I want to talk about uh, one of these latest developments here. You did a story on how Elijah Cummings was involved in this. He's a Democrat that sits on the House Oversight Committee. Um, tell me about what you found about Elijah Cummings and Lois Lerner and the sort of connection between the two. Uh, well, last week, the uh, Oversight Committee, led by uh, Republican Chairman Daryl Issa, uh, released documents showing that Elijah Cummings, who's the uh, ranking Democrat on the committee, uh, sent requests for information to this group called True the Vote, which is one of the groups that got targeted by the IRS. Um, and basically, in addition to sending requests for information to the group, he also, uh, his staff also emailed uh, IRS staff, uh, legislative IRS staff, uh, seeking some of their documents on True the Vote. Uh, and the reason this is interesting is because Elijah Cummings has been one of uh, a very vocal critic of the Republican investigation into the IRS targeting scandal. He's repeatedly said that there's nothing there, that this isn't a scandal, that it's time to drop this investigation. But now these documents came out that show that uh, his staff was working with the IRS in investigating this conservative group um, and looking at their tax status. So it it raised some interesting questions, uh, and basically what uh, what ISA and some other groups are alleging is that uh, you know ISA coming or that Elijah Cummings wanted to stop this investigation before these documents came out and showed that uh, his staff was also involved in this. And now, to to be fair, I'll put in I'll say. Uh, Elijah Cummings' staff says that they didn't do anything improper. This was a completely legitimate request for uh, publicly available documents. They wanted to get a hold of True the Votes 990 forms and some other documents. Um, but what's interesting is that during a IRS he- or a oversight hearing uh, last year, I believe, uh, a a uh, witness testified that you know they were worried that uh, there's interaction between Cummings staff and the IRS, and Cummings in the committee hearing completely denied this. He said there's no truth to this. This is just wild allegations. 
<laughs> so it, it's been interesting times. The IRS scandal was, you know, simmering. It never really went away, but it was simmering for a while, and this is kind of it's flared back up again. Now, when um, when he asked for some of these documents, it turned out that Lois Lerner had her folks request some more information from True the Vote, including some of their volunteer forms and some other things. Does that, to you, indicate that that this was this was more than just requesting publicly available documents, as his staff said? Do you think there's anything to the fact that this may have been a coordinated sort of thing between Cummings and and the IRS? I mean, the Democrats definitely didn't like True the Vote because it's a, a group who uses volunteers to watch polls and look for voter fraud, which, as your listeners are, I'm sure, aware, is a uh, very controversial issue. The Democrats hate the idea of having poll watchers uh, and, you know, restriction or any sort of hint of restrictions on voting. Because, so, CJ, voter groups, fraud yeah. never happens. As far as they're concerned, never yeah. happens. The, no, never happens. <laughs> um, so they didn't like the group to begin with. Uh, and then when the IRS uh, investigation started rolling out, I mean, they, ISIS staff and True the Vote were asking for information, uh, or not ISIS staff, excuse me, Cummings staff, where they were asking for information on their how they use volunteers, their volunteer like, registration forms and things like that. So it wasn't just their 990s. There was other stuff in there, too. That, where they were trying to get a look into how the group operates. Now, I, there was a, a famous quote by Obama. Um, I, I believe it was either right before he was elected or shortly after. He said that we would punish our enemies and reward our friends. Do you think that any of this uh, activity by Lois Lerner um, and the IRS plays along those lines? I mean, we've we've seen, and we'll talk about this in a second. There's there's a, a lot of, of uh, investigating being done of her and her time at the IRS. Do you think that there was any uh, sort of coordinated effort to go after these groups, or is it just all coincidence? Well, in the emails, uh, the emails from Cummings staff went to the IRS legislative uh, coordinator who sent it to Lerner's staff, and Lerner sent it to her deputy and said, can you look into this? A few days later, the staff learned emails back in. It's like, hey, do you get anything on, you know, true the vote? They said, oh, not yet. She's like, all right, well, check again tomorrow. Let me know. So, it seems like this was you know, a priority for their staff. And, you know, it, the publicly available 990s and things like that is one thing, but it 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 doesn't, you know, it doesn't do anything to dismantle these conservative criticisms when you're asking about their volunteer you know, their, their volunteer activities and things like that. Asking these kind of questions gives the appearance of targeting, uh, which, you know, is what, why this whole thing started. You know, there's other groups who were being asked about what they prayed about in meetings and things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. When you, when you ask those sort of questions, it's, it makes it a lot harder to say, oh, you know, we're just looking into, you know, how legitimate the group was. It gives the appearance of having some sort of political, uh, some political angle and that they were targeting this group because of their politics. Now, Daryl Issa, Congressman Daryl Issa, is, uh, has launched a full-scale investigation of this whole effort. Uh, tell us where that is in the process, and, and what do you think is going to come of that? Well, they, they held Lois Lerner in contempt um, just recently, so, so that happened. Uh, Lois Lerner has resigned now, so it, it'll be, you know, they can't really compel her to come forward and testify 
or well, they still can. Yeah, that's my bad. Uh, it, she's insulated herself a lot now that she's retired. Um, the, another recent development, though, is the Republican National Committee today announced they were filing a lawsuit against the IRS for delays, what they say is stonewalling of a Freedom of Information Act request, a public records request uh, for more documents on the IRS targeting activities. And these have been, uh, the FOIA requests have been outstanding for over 200 days, I believe. Um, and so, yeah, they they just repeatedly delayed and delayed the production of this FOIA request. And today, the RNC announced they were suing. They were putting in a FOIA lawsuit to try and pry these documents. So it's still ongoing. There's still documents that are, they're trying to get a hold of, uh, and that the IRS has not been very cooperative with handing over. Now we've talked about uh, FOIA requests on the on the show with you in the past, um, and how the administration treats FOIA requests for for one group of people. To, differently than they may uh, another. Um, do you think the RNC is going to get anything out of this suit? And do you think that the FOIA request eventually might reveal something um, that, that they could use as ammo to go after the Democrats? Well, uh, you know, the thing is, you can the agencies can delay a lot. There's a lot of room for them to delay and wiggle and push the deadline back. Um, but eventually, when you sue, you have to go to court and defend it before a judge. And uh, judges, you know, if if you have, if the agency doesn't have a very good argument, the judge uh, a lot of times will smack them around and make them release that. So that's the, you know, the impetus behind filing the lawsuit. Uh, oh, here's here's some information. Uh, the the request was filed last year in May, and uh, it's been outstanding for 226 business days. Uh, so you know that sort of delay you might see some action. The judge might require them to release the information, but agencies have a lot of leeway in how long they can delay. There's there's no actual statutory requirement for you know when they have to produce the documents. It just has to be within a, I believe, a reasonable amount of time, which is sort of up to the judge's discretion. Yeah, it's it's all about how you define reasonable then, I guess. And perhaps yeah. reasonable for you and me is not necessarily reasonable for a bunch of uh, federal uh, bureaucrats. Um, uh, as we look at, at the impact that it, it, uh, this targeting supposedly had on past elections and, and whether or not it uh, depressed the availability of these groups to uh, turn out their supporters and, and get volunteers going, do you think that as we reach a critical midterm here in 2014 and then a uh, perhaps even more uh, critical presidential election in 2016, do you think the IRS is going to be able to continue these sort of practices or or now that we've had uh, folks shine a light on how this is done that uh, they may have to, to dial this back and it won't have quite the impact they may have wanted it to? Well, you know, uh, Lois Lerner got forced out and the you know, the IRS had some shakeups uh, because of this. I doubt they really want to go down that road again. And even if they do, I can't imagine that the higher ups in the administration really want a repeat of this during a midterm election. Uh, I would wager that they are, they wouldn't want to give Republicans that kind of ammo during an election season. Um, but then again, you know, uh, you, you never know. <laughs> 
<laughs> you never know. It is it it is the uh, Obama administration after all. Um, I mean, there, there's other ways they can. There's other ways that they can apply that kind of political pressure uh, through the administration. Uh, but I doubt they would be so obvious to, as to target these, any of these groups again. Do you think that the IRS has gotten to the point now, um, having been used this way by by this administration uh, and given so many of these powers, especially like under the Obamacare expansion, that do, do you think the IRS is becoming a political weapon? And sort of once we've gone down this road with the Obama administration, it's something that you can never really pull back from and that no matter who's there next might use tactics uh, similar to this, perhaps not as blatant, but sort of along these lines? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the the entire uh, sort of trend with the Obama administration is, and not just the Obama administration, it's been an ongoing trend for the past you know, three decades or so, but expanded uh, federal power, expanded power at the executive branch. and you know, when you when you expand government power, it's extremely difficult to roll that back, short of have through actual legislation. Uh, you know, executives don't just mandatorily relinquish power, and you know, with the new rules that were set up through these super PACs and stuff, it created this this uh, you know the IRS and the FEC are supposed to enforce these rules that are kind of nebulous and. You know, there's a lot of discretion there for how they do that, and what that's created is a room for sort of uh, political activity and how they regulate this. And I would be surprised if it just magically stopped when uh, Obama left office. Uh, I think what, we've, what we're going to see is more political pressure applied through these through these agencies. If you had to look into your crystal ball, let's go out on this. If you had to look into your crystal ball on this uh, this sort of effort by ISA, um, do you think wh what do you think will will come of it in the end? I mean, the the Democrats have been on the defensive so much with this, you know, Obama, so there's not a smidgen of corruption and things like that. The the oversight committees can, unless they reveal a real sort of bombshell, um, I don't see how much more action there will be on this as far as actual, you know, changes or results. They, they, they might come out with more stuff that will be very damaging and maybe even scandalous, but um, the Obama administration is very disciplined and, uh, and very good at containing damage and and spinning and controlling their controlling their image, they you know they don't give anyone a freebie. Let me put it that way. CJ Saramella, reporter at the Washington Free Beacon. You can also find him on Twitter at at CJ Saramella. CJ, thanks so much. It's always great having you here. Always a pleasure.